only yeah like toilet paper is our go-to i love getting my hair cut especially when there's a scalp massage involved but uh she would say your body is a temple and you need to take care of it we have a lot of a lot of flexibility yeah where he just ate garbage how long was that a year do this i can't do this without cassie and the kids enabling me to do this i find myself encouraging myself so i'm like no you can do this don't give up (laughs) we got lots to say (laughs) i love my husband so much and my son i've definitely had multiple drinks on multiple episodes loosen up it's a podcast we're here to have fun so enjoy yourself good evening hello all i keep forgetting we're talking to other people not just ourselves yeah it's like having a conversation knowing you're about to share it with other people the world the world the world wide web These are th- I know people don't refer to it as that anymore, but that's that's started from the bottom, you know? And now we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Con- yes. Kanye ain't got shit on us. I thought that was Drake. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Drake. Drake ain't got shit on us. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're equally more successful than Kanye or Drake. I don't know about that. I wouldn't I I, I would uh I appreciate your positivity very much. <laughs> it um, may be delusional. <laughs> your words, not mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yes. Welcome back to our safe space. So um, well, no, not safe space. Safe for who? Well, that's it. I'm sure we've, <laughs> at least I have said something that's upset someone. For sure. I don't think you've upset anyone in your whole life. Yeah, I did. Do you remember last week, Magic School Bus? No, I've forgotten. Oh. We Did we I upset you? Discussed that. No. Did you upset me? I think I upset. I'm sure I upset someone. Yeah, it's fair enough. Magic School Bus is quite a contentious the issue. theme song. Yeah. I was quoting the theme song, and I used the voice. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Of a different culture, yeah. yeah. I remember now. That's why we're going to get canceled in about 100 episodes or something. Yeah, in like 15 years when we're actually famous. Yeah. yeah. Well, that'll be more than 100 episodes, but yes. I see where you're going mm-hmm, with this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, at least we know it, so. It's true. You know. It's good to prepare yeah. for. We could set our, our retirement away, and it'll be okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we'll be set. Um, yeah, if my voice becomes at any point uh, <laughs> raspy, it's uh, due to a recovery of a recent flu bug I caught. Which flu? I don't know. Pick, take your pick, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not, I, it's it's not the Rona, um, but... It was definitely the flu because I got a I got a fever and all that uh, fun stuff like cold chills and uh, yeah been fighting it for like a week now. Well, let's just hope that the added raspiness uh, to your voice enhances the listeners' 
uh, desire or satisfaction in listening to your voice because uh, yeah, it comes sure. up time and time again how uh, wonderful your voice is and I'm yeah I've been testing new voices trying to figure out which one works better for me so I could maybe be a part of that but uh, so right so far it's not going great it's a it's an atrocity oh my <laughs> have you heard the I don't even remember her name Julia Fox interview no that has been floating around on TikTok. Is it? Oh yeah, uncut jams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> uncut jams. Uncut. Well, we also now have immediately the title for this episode. <laughs> uncut jams. <laughs> Who is this girl? No idea. But she was whoever's muse in uncut jams. Some someone safety. I remember Safty. I don't know why. Josh Safty. I don't know. Blank Safty's muse on Anka Jams. Like, which Uncut from the Jams. little clip also did not answer the question. No, because she was being asked. Like, what is a muse? Yeah. She's like, well, I was Josh Safty's muse on Anka Jams. <laughs> Do you think it's the lip filler that makes her have a different difficult time saying different words or do you think that's just she's you know what i don't choosing to speak that way or something else what's her name again julia fox julia fox uh Mm -hmm. you can't say to that accent by the way because it sounds like you're saying something else a hundred percent why i said it like that so julia fox for reference i don't know her from a hole in the wall i've never laid eyes on her or heard her speak till that video so, oh, okay. I, I don't know what she's from. Maybe I've seen her in other things. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I uh, I, I shouldn't speak with so much surprise. I, too, had not heard of oh, her. Oh, you definitely made it sound like uh, <laughs> she was more known. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, no, I really... So, I should, obviously. So I wouldn't be surprised if she's Lip Filler important. was part of the culprit, but it definitely sounded like uh, she's one of those people that lives in a community that talks like that like do you know what i mean do you <laughs> it's just like yes you, it's just anyway i'm glad i don't live near any of those I communities like that, uh, but i also yeah, don't, I don't think know. it's the way they normally talk i think it's just the way they talk around their friends or when they're socializing or like in interviews right about to... uncut jobs yeah because you could like see in it way... in her face she's like yeah right like yeah uh, just, mm-hmm. So yeah, just the, she's trying to overpronounce her herself. Uncut, gem. Uncut gems saying. is a hard thing to say, so I can understand why she wants to take her time, make sure it's absolutely it's clear and concise. <laughs> okay. She definitely went tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips before the interview. Just to practice. Yeah. And then she messed it all up because I'm pretty sure that wasn't the technique that she was yeah, yeah, she, using when she said that. Uncut Jams. Julia Fox. Maybe she said that on purpose, knowing that it would get a lot of attention. And now she's getting a lot of attention on the internet. Success. <laughs> We're all the putzes in this conversation. The putzes. Uh, Uncut Gems 2019. Uh Man, her IMDb is, first of all, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten movies more than mine. Okay. But it's also very, very short. I haven't seen any of these movies. Some of them look like they're supposed to be uh, 
Oh, one's a music video. One's okay, a TV series. Pr- one's a podcast series. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah. I was, um, yeah. Oh. I thought that was going to take a different turn. So she, okay, so Uncut Gems is the one with uh, Adam Sandler. Pardon me? Adam Sandler's got a movie on Netflix called Uncut. Sorry. Adam Sandler's got a movie on Netflix called Uncut Jams. <laughs> and uh, okay. I thought you were correcting my pronunciation there for a second. Um, but this is the movie she's referring to. I've, I've yet to see it, but. Okay, guys, we're all adding it to our must-watch list, yeah. and we're going to do a bit of research on this to find out what the heck and bob she's talking about. Yeah, what the heck and bob. Mm-hmm. Because it's got to be good. The internet is just a buzz. This. Yeah, it is. It is fly. The uh, the Philadelphia Flyers mascot video was probably my favorite video I've seen yes. of of Uncut Gems. <laughs> yes. That cracked me right up. Did I send that to you, Benny Safty? Or did you send that to me, Josh Safty? They're brothers. Uh, I seen it. I saw it on my for you page. Um, uh, okay. okay. But you also sent it to me. Okay, good. Just reinforcing it. You mm-hmm. know? I don't know what you're seeing on your For You page, so. we got to look out for each other. It's important. Yeah. 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 Big time. Got to make sure. Got to make sure. Getting that good stuff. Hey. Um, do you want to hear something wild? Of, of course. So, I was curious to know. Oh, I lost it. Oh, here it is. Uh, I heard someone say something about... Billion views on YouTube. Um, I tried to look up trillion views, and I was getting less concise results. So I'm going to leave that out for now. But I'm looking at a list of since 2009 uh, the most viewed videos on YouTube. And you'll never guess what the first one is that's the most viewed. I used... I want to say I used to know what it was, but now I'm second-guessing myself. I believe it used to be the song Baby by Justin Bieber. Okay, so there you go. So Baby by Justin Bieber uh, was uploaded on February 19th, 2010. Okay. Kind of at the peak of YouTube, no? Uh, I actually have no idea. It had uh, 245,400, no, 245,400,000 views. Okay. And it held the, the, the most viewed video title for 862 days. Until Unt- Gangnam Style? Yes. Are you, don't, this is... Are you looking at the same Spoil. page I'm looking at? No. Okay, good. Because I'm going by memory. Okay, I'm going by memory. So Gangnam Style was on. Look, I'll share. I'll share my screen with no, you. No, no, it's fine. Because we're gonna screw oh. it up and we're <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna interrupt the flow. The oh, I see. Gangnam Style had eight hundred and three point seven million views, and it was on for one thousand six hundred and eighty nine days. Some more. Okay, now it's something else. Uh, it's. I mean, so that only took it till April. 6th 2015 and and on that day 
So a while ago. Okay. Okay. Uh, Is it no, now the current? No, sorry. Not on that day. Because okay. April 6, 2015 was when this next video was uploaded. On and, and and is it still the current? No, on July tenth, oh. twenty seventeen, okay. "See You Again" by Wiz Khalifa became the most viewed, uh, and it was dethroned at two hundred eight two point oh my god two point eight nine four billion views. <gasps> but it only held the title for twenty five days. What? And then Despacito came on the scene. Oh, Despacito. Now, here's how you know. Despacito. Here's how you know that the pandemic was a real problem. Okay. And and the quarantine and all this kind of stuff was a real, not only a problem, but like a psychological issue for many people. Okay. So, Despacito held the, I'm just making sure I'm getting the terminology here correct. Most okay. viewed video on YouTube for uh, 1,186 days. So while it was dethroned, it, it it still has the record for longest days. Nope. Okay. I forgot my numbers. Gangnam Style still has the longest. Desposito, second longest. Number two. and then But not most viewed. You'll never guess the viewed. song that took over as the most viewed video on YouTube. I'm not gonna guess. Is it a blippy song? Uh you're you're in the right realm. Oh. Okay. It's the baby shark dance. <gasps> I should have known. It was uploaded. Song, baby shark. <coughs> it was uploaded in 2016. Okay. So it was uploaded before Despacito. It was uploaded yes. before. Uh, yeah, before Despacito. But after... Um, You'll never guess how many views. Style. I'll go with like 12 billion. Okay, you're a little out there. 7 billion <laughs> views. Whoa. Like, what the fuck? That is two years. Well, it's, it's held it for 485 days. But okay. all of the views leading up to August 4th, 2017, which is when Desposito achieved the most views... Yes. All the views of Baby Shark up until that point in time. And then it achieved this on November 2nd, 2020. <laughs> so so the, the COVID started in March. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there was, I, I, I wish I could find the growth <laughs> chart to share because it must have been like almost a straight line up mm-hmm. to get, because Desposito was almost just shy of three part of me wants to make a chart for this and share it we should yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna look this up yeah um yeah just making a note here okay baby shark chart but it's at seven billion views i don't know what you'd have to do to to dethrone this thing but that's like two years of fucking parents on repeat listening to baby shark who are just like whatever play it again mm-hmm. as long as you're not talking and then me. maybe maybe possibly at some point going I'm starting to like this song and then maybe they're playing it in their spare time like maybe that was like the mental you know the mental instability that you were referring to earlier yeah. and I probably all played into it 
definitely see that happening. Okay. We uh we've got some. Uh, I definitely I would love to yeah I would love to see a chart. Charlie bit my finger. Flow chart is that what they call it? Uh, like a like a, a line chart or graph or whatever. I don't know. Yeah yeah yeah. I'm picturing like whatever like the stock market looks like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Charlie bit my fingers on here. Yes. They that that video had uh, 128 million views. In uh, is that two, like the most viewed non-music video? No, so it's just a list. So it's like number. Oh, okay, it's the okay. progression of most viewed videos on YouTube. This is just a Wikipedia wow. page. Okay. Um, okay. So take it with a grain of salt. Is that what you're telling? Me? Yeah. So there is the progression of the most viewed videos on YouTube, which is a little further down, and that's yeah. from April 2005 to present. Um, oh, okay. And there's another chart that's uh, top 30 most viewed YouTube videos. Um, but this one doesn't include the older ones. This one only goes as far back as 2009, which was Crazy Frog. I... <laughs> Um, which I, I feel like is, I don't want to say more accurate, but videos weren't getting that many views back then because there was, I don't know, like, but in both charts, content was so vast, I guess. And, And this one, the top 30 most YouTube, most viewed YouTube videos is essentially all music videos. Um, but the other one includes like. Charlie bit my finger. Evolution of Dance is on here three times, Whoa. which means it was beaten, and then it won again, and then it was beaten, and then it won again, okay. and then it was beaten. Um, wow. And then, yeah, a few more clips, but... Interesting. I think Me at the Zoo must have been the first music video uploaded because it's, it's showing one view, and it held the record for one day. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And and YouTube started in 2005, no? Is that correct? Uh, I don't know. Around that Oh, time. I found a chart. There's a chart. <gasps> There's a chart. Brace yourselves, everyone. There's a chart. Oh. We're going to share it. I'm trying to find where Baby Shark is. Oh, my God, this is wild. It's almost as... The Gangnam Style had a, a sharper rise, um, but Baby Shark yeah, took like over. I feel like I heard the Gangnam Style thing because when that song came out, it just exploded, mm, right? Yeah. It was like a one-hit wonder for for Western culture for sure. Um, I feel like he... I can't remember his name now, but the... Psy. Psy. Such an easy name to remember. <laughs> wow. Um, Psy has a career outside of Gangnam Style in like most Asian countries from what I hear and okay. uh, but not here in Western society I guess yeah. he he kind of just had like that one hit um I could be wrong correct me if I'm wrong um but yeah it's uh it's crazy how quickly he rose to popularity and then just out, gone. you know yeah blip on the radar. just check bye 
he did have another song i seem to recall but it was like it just wasn't as popular people were like hyping it up because they're like oh he came out with another hit song and it was like not not as catchy maybe i don't yeah. know or maybe people maybe it was just as catchy and people were like oh i like gangnam style better yeah Whatever. you're just over it yeah like there was a dance to go with it and everything so man that was way back in 2012 yeah, yeah. that's wild Back in the day. Pre, pre-core. The core was like... It, 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 you could have never even... Like, you would have laughed if somebody was like, 10 years from now, you will be coming out of a global pandemic. And be like... You know when uh, your brother did something wrong and you got grounded and sent to your room? Well, picture that. But it's the whole world, and it's for two years. Yeah. <laughs> Super dupes. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. And now it's, uh, I think it's ending. I get the feeling that it's slowly ending. Yeah, like the states have just eliminated mask mandates, I think, nationwide. And mm-hmm. Ontario is slowly going that way. Anyway, yeah, it seems, mm-hmm. seems mm-hmm. oddly timed. Uh, but I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm just going to take my mask off and run away. Yeah, I think people are ready. I think we were ready long before this, but I think, you know, it has to happen. Yeah. At this point. Because there's other um, issues arising from things staying in a pandemic state. Anyways whole uh, the whole episode could be <laughs> focused solely on that um, i think that'd be I a little depressing like... uh, i think yeah <laughs> um yes so uh we had sort of discussed earlier what we had prepared for today's episode <laughs> yeah prepared is a rich term it's 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 a little misleading but i think we have some information we can share uh on the topic of misinformation correct mm-hmm. okay thank god mm-hmm. oh could you imagine i went down the wrong rabbit hole <laughs> awkward no yeah um yes so i mean th- this was a subject that we was brought up by one of our listeners um the weaponization of misinformation specifically in relation to social media um and like my gosh what a topic right because i feel like we could we could elaborate on that in so many so many ways um but over the last couple weeks i've kind of been earmarking things as i see or hear them um making like a little mental note to just remind myself like okay this would yeah this would apply to what we want to talk about it, um, it's it's uh it's definitely a topic that we could spend episodes and episodes on um right. and i think we'll only really scratch the surface here uh mm-hmm. and if if anyone hears anything that they're interested in and wants us to 
dive a little deeper in, please let us know, and we absolutely will. Uh, but it, yeah. I think just for the sake of... Uh, for the people. For the general populace, and knowing that the listener who suggested this topic may or may not be writing a paper on this very topic for work. Um, you know, I just want to make sure that we're not guiding their focus in the wrong direction. You know, I don't want to set them oh, off I on see. the wrong path. So we'll just, we'll keep it broad. We'll keep it, uh, the, hit the wave tops as it were. And really, sure. we will, we will talk about what it is and why it's a problem and how you can uh, work towards not getting sucked into it. Um, and then mm-hmm. we can definitely expand where, where listeners want us to. For sure. I I wanted to start off just because this is what I like to do to um, make sure I'm fully grasping any kind of subject that I'm kind of trying to learn more about. Uh, is I'll go and actually look up the definition of it. I don't know if everybody does this. <laughs> no, I know Michael but Scott did it when he looked up the definition of welding. <laughs> uh, I, on a different subject, uh, <laughs> I heard a commercial about welding today and it was funny, but I, I can share that later if we really want to. Um, uh, so, so I looked up weaponization, which it corrects me and says weaponized. Okay. Uh, which is an adjective, super fun, and uh, adapted for use as a weapon. So in this example, they use a weaponized robot, which is terrifying to think about, but that's cool. Um, (laughs) And then misinformation, uh, incorrect or misleading information. So um, that example has huge words in it. There are subsets of... Yes. Misinformation, yes, right? So, so many. <laughs> so many. Um, so this one, a muddle of misinformation keeps clouding the debate over hormone replacement therapy for women. That's just one example. Um, this was kind of like the two quick reference definitions that I looked at only because it, it, it kind of seemed like straightforward. Um, was there something that you felt you wanted to add? Well, the other in, the other word I came across when I was looking this up was um, um, disinformation. Oh, so, interesting. So okay. whereas misinformation could be unintentional, disin- yes. disinformation okay. yes. isn't is intentional. Okay. Um, there's there's rumors. Uh, what else? You're saying disinformation is rumors. Uh, no, so disinformation and rumors, rumors are part of misinformation. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So. Um, now. Yes. In order to prevent us from sharing misinformation, mm-hmm. I will encourage anyone to fact check us. These, we, mm-hmm. we, there is no platform. We are not getting paid by anyone to share this information. Uh, there's, there's, I won't say there's no bias. There's always a bias, but we have no stakes in this conversation. Yeah. Uh, so there shouldn't be too many issues. But in the course of understanding what misinformation is, one of the things is checking your sources and understanding who's paying, especially when it comes to studies, who is paying for it, and do they have a yeah. vested interest in the outcome? 
yes. we, we don't have a vested interest in the outcome other than <clears throat> having a good conversation and hopefully uh, providing people with some interesting topics. But um, none of what I'm saying has been deeply, deeply researched. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did do, I, I, I've done none of the things you're supposed to do uh, to verify the information. I've just taken everything at face value, but... Um, we're we're not um, in the journalism field for a reason, and 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 we're also <laughs> not uh, doing this full time. We have other right. things that, that that occupy our time, so it's harder to harder to. Well, there's I mean, there's people who do the the armchair detective thing more than their their own job, but um, we aren't those people. I think. Yeah, you're not that guy. And I feel like it's it's uh, nothing against those people either, because I feel like armchair detectives are, are sometimes like the most wonderful sources of information. Um, so I, I did want to read through this article. So I'm on this Noom program, which is like a, it helps you make lifestyle changes so that you can lose weight. Right. Right. I think I've talked about yeah, that in you, previous episodes. Yeah. Um, but the reason I wanted to bring this up is because my reading for today was, or maybe it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. Sorry. doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> my reading uh, focused a lot on how we um, receive facts okay. and uh, what is a good way of essentially determining if the information you're getting is a good source and a good source of information and like should you kind of keep it in your mental repertoire or should you toss it aside um, as like misleading or misguiding or good guided yeah um, so anyways, if you'll indulge me, um, it starts off, Sir Isaac Newton figured out gravity when an apple fell from a tree and plunked him on the head. Blood is actually blue. If you eat a watermelon seed, the giant fruit will start growing in your stomach. Yep, the facts, in quotation marks, we learned when we were kids have been revised or completely retracted over the years. Same goes for nutrition. There have been a lot of facts shared over the years. Some backed by science, others just folklore. As our research methods get better and science evolves, the truths continue to change. So I feel like this was a, a, an important part of the reading is that as science evolves, so does the so-called truths. Yeah, exactly. That we digest, right? Um, so they say over the next little while, we'll be playing, getting you to play detective, essentially. I won't go into the, I won't read this whole thing, but essentially they want to make sure that, you know, you're using your thinking muscles as much as your actual physical muscles as well. So picture this scenario. You're on social media. Your friend just posted a fascinating article about weight loss, complete with a study link and all. So it must be true, right? To find out for sure, you'll need to take a step back and ask yourself a few questions first. No, we're not shouting. It's an acronym. <laughs> and we'll explain it in a second because first is in capital letters. Um, so what does first stand for? And this to me is a good way of discerning your information, uh, what you're reading. So funding, who paid for this study, which is what you had just mentioned, mm -hmm. which 
inspired me to bring this up. Uh, did they have a suspicious special interest in the outcome? So was it, you know, if a certain company say, uh, oh, they have an example. A recent study found that you could drink lots of sugary drinks without gaining weight as long as you exercised. That study was funded by a top soda manufacturer, which <laughs> eagerly showed off the very convenient results. Shocker, right? Of course not. Not every funded study is unreliable, but sometimes certain funding groups only publish studies when the results are in their favor and ignore the dozens of other studies that don't help their case. So that, to me, is a big... That's a big one. All right? Yeah. Uh, investigation. So was the experiment looking at cause and effect? If X caused Y, or was it looking at correlation? How X and Y are related in one way or another? Correlation isn't causation. Example, crime rates and ice cream consumption both increase in summer. <laughs> that doesn't mean that ice cream increases crime rates. <laughs> Even if the mint chocolate chip is really good. All it means is that the two things are correlated. Correlated? Correlated. 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 All right, so results. Remember this acronym first, right? Results, how are the results presented? Do they feel objective and trustworthy, or are they clickbait? Ten reasons to eat gummy bears. Number seven will shock you. Did you find the facts, in quotations, in a respected peer-reviewed academic journal, or were they written in some random blog with zero citations? <laughs> Remember, a good study will suggest a finding but it typically won't prove anything with 100% certainty. If something sounds too sensational to be true, it almost certainly is. Right? We still, we're still with me? Yep. Uh, okay, subjects. How big was the study? Were the experiments done on animals or people? It's hard to prove something works for everyone when the study only looked at a dozen women in their 60s, all named Nancy. <laughs> And oftentimes, animal studies don't equate to research on people. We're just a little different, after all. And then time. How long ago was the study done? I feel like this one's really important. Uh, it's If it's 20 years old or more, are there newer studies that replicate the results? And how long did the study run? That can also make a difference. A study that lasts three months is often more reliable than one that lasts three days or three hours. Right? Logically. Now let's put our detective hats and practice a little science sleuthing. It all begins in our next lesson. Anyway, so, and then they, they have like a few different um, examples and they mm -hmm. have you do quizzes and whatever just to see like, did you grasp what we were trying to explain to you? Um, but I felt like that was a good guideline for... It's the, the S. What was the S? Was it source? Source... Yes. Subjects. Subjects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big was the study? Yeah, yeah. because the uh, I remember listening to a podcast, I think, or an audio book. No, okay. I can't remember. Anyway, they were talking about information from a study uh, that talked about how humans behave in certain social settings. Uh, and it, it was one of those ones I, I'll, I will do my best to try to find this because it's, it's fairly interesting, but the study they had used, the subjects of the study were rats 
And the okay. results of the study were being used uh, to talk about human interaction. Um, ah. And it was interesting because the rats uh, in a laboratory setting behave mm -hmm. differently than they do in their natural environment. So the results okay. were like, I don't know if this is a technical term, but like doubly skewed mm -hmm. because comparing mm -hmm. rats to humans is one thing, but then comparing rats who behavior in captivity of completely different behavior in captivity versus, uh, in the wild, which is like yes. sewers. Um, <laughs> yes. they just prefer shit. So they like to be in the sewers, I guess. Anyway, it's, uh, that's just a, a really good example of, um, why the subject matters you can't and that's the real big issue with um just reading a study because because yeah. what we often do is confirmation bias we try to find the information that suits uh that benefits our own opinion yeah yeah we all do it you're not going to go online and start being like oh let's look up stuff that goes against what i believe in yeah so it and the more you look something up that you believe in the more it's going to appear yeah so if you've uh, that's what the internet does if you haven't watched um the social dilemma yet right have you i haven't so it's really good and it talks you've been telling me this for a year it, literally more than a year. It, it, i'm not i'm not super happy with with how they presented it because okay i think i don't think we should be and this is this is another example. Uh, so I don't know the source. I don't know who funded it. I don't know what their bias was. Oh, the social experiment uh, itself. Of the social dilemma, the movie. Sorry, the social dilemma. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I don't know, but the, the the tone that they provide to the movie or the documentary is doom and gloom. It's it's very oh. like it's scary almost the way they make it sound. But what they do they do talk about is how these companies operate, how they collect information and how they use it. I won't say against you, which is okay. what the tone of the movie was, um, yeah. but they use it to cater the services that they provide to you. Um, yeah. And unfortunately it can be a tool for good and a tool for evil. Yeah. Like you and I could put in the exact same search term into Google and for 17 pages, we will get, no, none of those pages on Google will have the exact same layout of search results. Oh, wow. Because it, okay. it caters to what the information that you want to see. It doesn't cater to the information okay. that you, you don't want to see. Well, and that makes sense because I feel like they want, they want you to like using the service or going online and browsing things. They want you to come back. Yeah, exactly. Why provide you with a service that's not giving you what you want? Why provide you with the truth? <laughs> that too. Um, so what else yeah. do we know about I, I, sorry, misinformation? Sorry, I found that acronym. I found that acronym very helpful. So, and it just like, it just so happened I was reading it and I was like, this is applicable to any kind of like fact checking we'll say right and it's it's like you can um, you can find any documentary on on any streaming service right now uh and you can you can go through and see so one of the one of the classics ones i've been through all the documentaries that are like uh you know we talked about game changers at the beginning uh we talked about um like in one of the first episodes uh i can't remember what else we talked about 
But like Game Changers was very, very much like um, pro plant based diets versus animal based diets, yes. and that's kind of one of the the major food discussions that we've seen in the last pile of years is what's better for you, what's worse for you, and why is it healthier, why is it unhealthy for you. Um, mm-hmm. But knowing who made those movies uh, and what studies they're they're citing, because it's especially bad in the news. Uh, but you need to, to go and, and verify what those studies are, who paid for them, why they made them. Tobacco and sugar were insanely bad for that. They would pay doctors to... Tobacco. Not pay doctors. Yeah. Doctors would get paid and they would conduct studies. And the results of those studies would be... Would benefit. Uh, would benefit or would, would be inconclusive. Right. Okay. Which in turn would benefit them because they're like, oh, it doesn't show anything wrong. But then... They definitely confirmed that smoking causes cancer at some point, and then I'm not sure if we got there. Ever? Did that? Is that a thing? Did does smoking? Like I think we know this. No, it does. Yeah, it's on all the cigarette packs. God. <laughs> what what year <laughs> do you think that started? I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna throw an awful awful shot in the dark here. I'm gonna say oh, uh, 1999. Okay, interesting. Are you? I'm gonna say earlier than that, though. Who do you think? Only because I've watched Mad Men. Oh, okay. And like, obviously, that's historically accurate. Um. <laughs> But I'll I'll go with like I'll I'll go with late eighties early nineties. Late eighties early nineties. Okay, so when did they start putting warnings on cigarettes? Whoa! In nineteen sixty nine, Congress passed the Public Health Cigarette Smoking Act, which prohibited cigarette advertising on television and radio, and required that each cigarette package contain the label warning. The Surgeon General has determined that cigarette smoking is dangerous to your health. Oh. In the 60s. We weren't even close. Well, it's almost 70. <laughs> wow. Okay. So this uh, this is from the CDC, <laughs> which everybody... <laughs> no, it, I, I don't question it's anything from the CDC. CDC now recommends you don't need to wash all your hands. Just get your fingies wet. <laughs> oh yes yeah and so now they also have the warnings such as smoking causes lung cancer heart disease emphysema may complicate pregnancy uh smoking by pregnant women may result in fetal injury premature birth and low birth weight like there's all this product may cause mouth cancer this product may cause gum disease and tooth loss like if you've seen a pack of cigarettes you've seen some of these warnings they're amazingly Um, vivid pictures there's so many pictures yeah um i like it's an addiction you really think you're anyways whatever that's a whole other thing but um yeah so that that's um i don't know what i don't want to say one example but um it 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 is i think and 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 you said 19 69 69. oh my god that's when they started putting labels and things on on it um i wanted to sorry on the misinformation uh topic 
I want to reel back in here. For yeah, a yeah. Um, only because I saw on TV this week. We were watching NTV, Newfoundland Television. <laughs> nice. Um, because Jordan's nan is here, and she likes to catch up on the news back home. <laughs> and so they were talking about how there's an immense, immense, immense overpopulation of seals and that um, they're eating all the fish. And it's a real problem for the fishing industry all the fishermen that go out there and can't produce the yields that they used to because of such a a huge overpopulation um and that is directly attached to the fact that like they try they they have been trying to end um seal hunting okay and and also like the the seal fur trade essentially has ended i don't want to say ended but um uh to my knowledge uh like they they've tried to reduce it immensely <laughs> um so then i was like okay well maybe i should look into this a little bit more um <clears throat> and like there's there's still um they they call it an allowable catch so across the globe there's an allowable catch of 400,000 harp seals right okay um across the globe and so i'm thinking areas where this animal is like more po- densely populated are going to be like colder northern areas um and then a lot of the articles that i read were like norway greenland canada um finland i guess is up there too um and like uh, newfoundland specifically within canada and that was like a big part of the economy for for many many years in newfoundland and um, there was a big push in the 80s to to just end it. And the seal fur trade and any kind of hunting on seals and, and all this. But then and now, and the media would have pushed that at the time because there were big celebrities that were speaking out and saying like, this must stop. And I'm like, not going to take sides on it because I can see how there are people being whose like livelihoods are being taken away on one side and then animal welfare on the other side. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, like you, you want to kind of look at it from both ends in that, that perspective. But now, you know, 20, 30 years later, there's an overpopulation and, and then that's an issue as well. And so it's like now they're reporting, Again, this is news on TV. So how how um, accurate or thought through is this? I don't know. It's up to the individuals who are actually like producing um, or, or what they're deciding to put on air, right? So anyways, now now they're saying this overpopulation is a huge issue. You know, the, the fishing trade is taking a huge hit. 
uh, people aren't catching nearly as much and like the pandemic has already <laughs> depleted their their um, sales and so everything is is not looking good um, in that sense so it's like guys <laughs> you guys are the ones who reported this years and years and years ago saying it was like so cruel and like this has to end and like we have to kind of identify what the repercussions of the information you're sharing as well right yeah because if you publish a study that says smoking kills right like causes cancer and you don't share that then people are going to continue to have this problem but then if you do then you're going to help people hopefully get better in this case it was we don't want this to happen we're saving the seals great seals are saved and now there's an overgrowth of population so it's like okay do we introduce another species like i don't know how you fix this problem at all just that's not what i'm saying you gotta but just bring like, in more killer whales <clears throat> well and then we have a killer whale problem thinking. like where does it end well yeah well like you can't control the killer whales i'm pretty sure we've tried to do that it's obviously not worked out uh, so <laughs> pretty sure marine land's a big success S- thriving oh my gosh yeah <laughs> Um, Big time. <laughs> but you're not wrong because I, I, I wouldn't, and I don't know if this is an appropriate analogy to make, but mm-hmm. on the West Coast of North America, we know there's huge problems with uh, animal protection groups lobbying against hunting mountain lions and an increase right. in population of mountain lions. And then when you have more, their territory expands and now they're into urban areas and people yes. are getting fucking eaten by mountain lions now yeah i'm not saying that you're going to get well they're going out for their sunday morning job yeah. or whatever yeah and they always get you from behind you never see it coming so i, I i'm not i'm That's not how sh- they do shocked to hear that uh, you know uh the seal population is overgrown uh i'm yeah. not sure what i mean just kill more seals like problem solved <laughs> i don't i don't or, or, I, I don't mean to laugh like it's it's not I, 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 it's such a touchy subject because they're such cute animals right and everybody wants to save the seals because they're cute it depends on your perspective and, right because if you okay. if you if you've watched like you see a seal and it looks cute but have you watched like happy feet mm-hmm. the, seal the seals are the evil ones huge dick. Happy feet. not the yeah. evil ones all the seals well, were evil ones because mm-hmm. penguins are cute too but guess what seals eat the shit out of penguins yeah they do yummy snake um yeah so i i feel like uh weaponization of misinformation in this particular subject was like back in the day Mm -hmm. they gave people the tools to you know rally and 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 incite the end of the seal fur trade and reduce the uh, we'll say the yield of, of seal hunting. I don't even know if that's legal. I didn't look into that, um, but that that's like another aspect of it. So, and, and the repercussion, the natural repercussion, I guess we'll say, is over overpopulation now. But um, like the media has the tools to direct people in a certain certain way. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's happening. This is what we're reporting is happening. And 
we're telling you that this is an issue, i.e. it's bad. Yeah. Right? And they'll present it in a way that's like, this is a bad thing. Um, either through like using music in the background or the language dun, that they dun, use. Dun. Yeah. And, and now they're using that same language, but they're saying like the seals are the bad ones now because there's too many of them. <laughs> and now we're not eating. And now it's an us problem because we're being affected. You know what I mean? Because in the long run, who are the big fisheries catching all the fish for like it's people like you and i so yeah it's not like um yeah yeah it's not like they're taking all the fish home like yeah people get bored of fish after a while (laughs) believe it or don't the the other thing too is is the information that's omitted from the reporting oh well this too yeah yeah because they they could have said you know they could have talked about the traditional and and i know that this has been brought up in the same subject but obviously it wasn't reported on at the time but like uh seal fur is like a big part of of traditional inuit culture and um people aren't that's protected as far as i understand like that's a protected uh part of it um for obvious historical purposes um however it's limited like they they've you know put limits on how much they can hunt and stuff as well uh so i feel like instead of talking about this is such a huge issue let's protect the seals because they're all going to die and you know instead of spinning it that way 30 years ago if they had said like let's encourage this to be done by the people who need it and discourage from like mass seal hunting and whatever because i don't know if you remember this but i feel like i remember hearing a lot about like they're clubbing baby seals that was definitely up a in the trope, north. Yeah. like that was that was like such a that was the clickbait mm-hmm. right the clickbait of of the time and um it, it got a lot of people on board and it's all about how you spin it if they had spun it in a way that was like hey we don't really like these practices it just seems inhumane why don't we give a certain group uh you know of hunters maybe um a certain amount of you know they do this with other types of of hunting right you get a ticket for a doe population management is what it is yeah oh okay okay so uh, in doing that they could have made it way less of a huge issue and i feel like it would probably be managed at this point instead of it being like a tipping scale yeah where it's like we have this huge issue let's smush it down okay now actually we've created another issue that's equally uh problematic and we need to sort this out you know what i mean so Um, just really quick and and not necessarily shifting topics here but i just want to add to this because we're we're running out of time here um oh but see just scratching the surface the so there there one of the things that i came across um uh and the information that most of us are exposed to now is coming from social media. Yes, um, yeah. So 
there's a, a, a term that I came across uh, looking this up in, in, in researching this a bit, researching, uh, like we talked about before, is a touchy subject. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I actually researched this. I just Googled it. Um, so oh, this, okay. this might not okay. be appropriate. But uh, media literacy is a term, and it's your ability okay. to understand practices that allow people to access, critically evaluate, and create or manipulate media. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so it led me to a website called mediasmarts.ca. Okay. Uh, and there's topics on digital and media literacy research for parents, teacher resources. There's a blog. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's, I believe, you know, this is obviously Canadian. Um, there's a lot of good resources in there if people want to uh, discuss topics that are out there. Uh, how to protect yourself against media bias. Um, misinformation, disinformation, uh, mm-hmm. your ability, your own ability to fact check. Um, it talks about there's there's sources for understanding how to assess the sources of the story. Um, are it, you know simple questions like is it peer reviewed or is this sole source? Like you discuss with your articles, sometimes right. you know yeah. if you if you if you found an article that has, I remember back in school when I was doing complicated math that was way beyond my scope. Um, If I didn't understand how to do a problem, I would YouTube it. And it's a lot easier now because there's people, you can YouTube anything and and someone's got a tutorial on YouTube. But back then, um, I I think seven times out of 10, I would get hit for the problem I was trying to solve and I would get Rick rolled. No. It would be, yeah, Rick Astley up there just ruining my fucking night. Um, But... You're like, I just want to solve the problem. Even even that's not enough because there's, it's it's so difficult to um, make sure that the information you're consuming is real information, not just reliable. Because you can get bad information from a reliable source. There's a uh, a website I found in my my travels here called Which Face Is Real. Um, and I've tried about seven of them here Did while we're talking, and I've got six of them wrong. Um, and the idea here is, okay. is it's talking about deep fakes. Deep, deep fakes being the um, ability to generate fake images. Um, okay, wait. There's a website where you can do this? Obviously, there's a website where you can do this. What am I saying? Deep fakes. So, in, in especially with things going on like, uh, it, you know, what's going on in, in Eastern Europe right now, there's a lot of media out there uh, and there's a lot of information being put out and it's only been a few days and already uh, people are asking questions like uh, the ghost of Kiev, this, this supposed ace fighter pilot from the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm starting to see... Is he real? I'm starting to see more and more reports that that individual is in fact not real. Mm-hmm. Um, the Snake Island border guards uh that said fuck you to the warship um early propaganda win for the ukraines mm-hmm. i'm hearing that they are all alive and that they um either surrendered or, or, or weren't attacked uh, i don't mm-hmm. i don't have the, the details on that but what it did lead me to uh is another resource called the uh, uh wnyc breaking news handbook um, okay. So there's a few tips. So the first couple of tips. So yeah. w- when we see this all the time, uh, and I know there's been a lot of 
uh, video compilations in the past making fun of news outlets in the in the onset of some sort of breaking news event, uh, mm-hmm. especially like CNN. So uh, one of the things, the first one is in the immediate aftermath, news outlets will get it wrong. Oh, yes. I, I liked that a lot. It was actually very... Um I don't know. It, informative. And we'll and the idea here is is not not to say that the news outlets are wrong, so don't follow the news. It's these are these are fair assumptions for you as the consumer mm-hmm. of information to stop and say, okay, I'm watching this on the news. Russia just invaded Ukraine. This is what they're telling me. I need to be skeptical about this. I need to be apprehensive, yeah. and I need to find other sources to verify this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is don't trust anonymous sources. It seems pretty obvious. And we talked about that mm-hmm. a lot with your new article. Yeah, but if they they also if they aren't stating what the source is, I think that means it's anonymous. Therefore, or, or they don't have a source you know I mean? and they're going out on a limb to try to get ratings or whatever. I don't know. Right. Yeah. The third one is don't trust stories that cite another news outlet as the source of information. Mm-hmm. Um, the, number four is weird, and I'm not sure what it implies, but it says there's almost never a second shooter. So I'm assuming this has to do with uh, something we hear about. We're in, hearing reports of yeah, a second. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Number five is, is so far uh, my favorite. Uh, so it says pay attention to the language the media uses. Uh, oh, okay. So they could say, as you just mentioned, we are getting reports. Yeah. We are getting reports could mean anything. It could mean yeah. someone called in anonymously. It could mean a, a sheriff on the scene. It could mean a passerby who's got no credentials and is 80 years old with poor eyesight. Um, yeah. Uh, we are seeking confirmation, um, which means they're pursuing the information further, but it also means they don't have confirmation. So they're just making it up. Well, it's not that they're making it up. It's just that they've decided uh, as an outlet that they believe the information enough to share it with you. But that still right. doesn't mean that it's verified information. Verified or necessarily true. And so, so there's a great show called uh, Newsroom on HBO. Um, it's a phenomenal... Doesn't it star Jennifer Aniston? No, Jeff Daniels, but you're close. Um, Wait, what am I thinking? <laughs> so... Newsroom does a really good job of talking about how a news story comes together, um, and there are some very specific. On Netflix, uh, HBO. On HBO, okay. Um, there's one particular episode where a congresswoman was shot, um, yes. and it's basically all of these things. There's another episode where they discuss. Um, when the United States uh, shot and killed Osama bin Laden. And there's a few more of these things, one of them okay. being verifying the sources and stuff like that. Um, yes. But yeah, seeking confirmation is, is pretty pretty obvious. Uh, and then it says in brackets, news outlet, and then has learned. So if, if, if you're watching, say, CBC News, and they come out and say, CTV has just learned uh, blah, 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 it means that that other news outlet that they are sourcing um, mm. has a scoop or is going out on a limb. So if they have a scoop, it means, and I'm going to double check this here, but it means that... The news outlet is confirming. If, if a news outlet has a scoop, it means that okay. they've been given 
an exclusive item of news reported by one journalist or news organization before others, and of exceptional originality, importance. But does it mean it's it's real? Oh, I- exactly, and and confirmed. Oh, there's a lot of sorry newsroom. Um, there's a lot of um, clips from this show. Yeah, online. yeah, there are. Yeah. One of the ones sorry. that most people would have seen is uh, the three news people or the three reporters or whatever uh, the news anchors or the three people on the stage and the, the girl says mm-hmm. you know can you say why uh, you know the u.s is the is the greatest country in the world and then he goes on a rant about why it's not the greatest country in the world mm-hmm. um, but generally what it means is they're either they're they has a scoop or they're going out on, on a limb so they they haven't verified the information themselves but they are presenting it as such and then in other news sources so i mean those are highly suspect um highly suspect reportings at that point in time okay so anyone can google uh, if you just google wnyc breaking news handbook you'll come up with this page it's just a one page thing nine nine tips on what to pay attention to and what to look out for when you see breaking news or any news really because we don't mm-hmm. often pay attention to the to the the more mundane or the less exciting stuff. Um, but the these pitfalls would be just as present in any of those stories as the others. Right. That's really good. Um, I don't want to say really good advice because it's not quite that. It's more than that. But, like, as a guide, as a general, like, yeah. way of, of finding information, that's... Because that's everything is so fast and valuable. furious these days. It's, uh, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I was... Um, I was thinking of the morning show. It's like a new ser- new-ish series. I guess it started in 2019. And I just confused it with the newsroom because morning show, newsroom, yeah. whatever. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Totally not the same, but uh, I believe this is a drama as well. Uh, I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, nor have American I. drama streaming. Yeah. Good times. So um, that's what I have is is media literacy, and I encourage everyone to take a look at how they consume their media, whether it's social media, uh, the news, newspapers, mm-hmm. magazines, Twitter, whatever it is, um, and yeah. and take a look at and challenge your first assumptions. So the first thing you think about, or the first thing you say, or your first reaction when you see something, especially if it's something you disagree with. And more so if it's something that you you really agree with, and I'm talking about those mm-hmm. those contentious topics, not what the Kardashians are up to or anything like that. Um, I'll question that too. But and, and when and when you do that, take a look and see. Uh, ask yourself why you feel that way, and and what brought you to that conclusion, and what you can do to. I won't say break down those barriers or anything like that, but understand your own biases, understand the biases of the people presenting you the information. And then, yeah. and then coming to terms with it, and, and knowing more truthfully what it is you're seeing. Like question, question your own thoughts and and whatnot, because yeah, we challenge everyone else, but it. we don't challenge ourselves. Who else, Who else is going to do it? I challenge my own thoughts constantly. Yeah. I just assume I'm wrong. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but coming at it from yeah. the right point of view, don't just have low self-esteem. Well, yeah. yeah. Don't just not just. <laughs> yeah, I have low self esteem and a hunger for truth. It's way more than that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Yeah, like we said, I feel like we just scratched the surface on that today, and here we are, an hour six in. Just crushing it. 
Dang, dude. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to rest up my vocal cords yeah. so I can uh, properly uh, parent tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. Parenting is a loud Let's... endeavor. Hey! Mm-hmm. Stop that! Mm-hmm. So I can uh, hopefully laugh without a... St- uh, I don't know. My my voice breaking. <laughs> Um, but yes, this was, this was lovely and enlightening. So yes, thank you very much for, uh, suggesting the topic. Yes. DX Uh, Slim, Slim Jim, Dr. Slim Shady. Thank Mm -hmm, you. mm -hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah, dude. Hopefully this helps with your research paper that you're not writing right now. (laughs) He's definitely going to be like, I saw all of these on page one of Google. You morons. Yeah. I went to page 15. (laughs) I got the real information. Brought the smoke. Hey, just for fun, when was the last time you went to a book for information? So it's funny you say that because I was thinking about that today on okay. on my drive into work. I was like, you, yes. it's 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 almost as if you want to find information, you can't do it electronically without coming across the most biased information first. Right. If you wanted to yeah. go to a book, I've got tons of books here. Um, yeah, but you'd still then have to make sure it almost. You'd have to use the internet to figure out who published the book and if there's who wrote it and but yeah, it's been a long time since I've I I have used a book from an academic point of view. Mm-hmm. I remember in this is ancient history now, but I remember in high school they used to make us uh, reference two books and three websites yeah. that we didn't find on Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck. So you and go to Ask Jeeves be, or whatever, Yahoo? It, it could, <laughs> Yahoo. Um, Yahoo, yeah. It, uh, and, and it couldn't be Wikipedia so either. I cheated. I just went to the sources on the Wikipedia page. I think a lot of people did that, yeah. yeah. I thought it was so clever. <sighs> Teachers had no Sometimes idea. those websites were like empty, and I'm like, how did you cite this as the... Anyways, anyways, approve the point. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is misinformation. And so I think... And I know we're done on the topic, but that's why the peer reviewed and like, I think that right. part is probably the most important um, yeah. because anyone could publish a paper, but to have other people read it, review it, and then, um, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Make. Like, not support, but uh, not vouch for. Oh my God, it's going to drive me nuts. Um. I'll, I'll come up with it. It'll be the first word I say on the next episode. Anyway, yeah, to have them yes. uh, endorse it, thank you. Endorse, oh, I, I, yes. endorse it is is probably as close as we get to um, accurate. Yeah, yeah, most accurate. Right on. Alrighty. And if anybody has noticed that our theme song music is still playing louder than our episodes, please let me know. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have been working actively at making that, uh, like regulating that volume. So yes, this was lovely. I feel I feel enlightened. Yeah, I really appreciate that. It was a good conversation, good topic. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, uh, yeah. keep them coming because we'll this makes it easier for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yeah, we'll catch up uh, again next week. Alrighty. Okay, thanks, friends. Bye. Bye.